when we're out there saying, I'll help you get healthy, it doesn't mean anything. Because sure, I think everyone at this point is like, yeah, I want to be healthy. But what does it mean? It means different things for different people. It's very open to interpretation. And with marketing sales, like it's all about being specific and being able to speak to someone's lived experience. And people who have Hashimoto's have a different lived experience than people who are suffering from acne. People who are suffering from cancer have a different lived experience than someone who has eczema, right? Like it's it's very different, like how it affects their psyche, how they think about themselves, what they think about the condition, like it's all very different. So when we're trying to talk to all of it, we just talk to no one because everyone is trying to find some connection point. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast, where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are going to get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week, I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard. You can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. If choosing a niche and getting specific with what you do as a coach has felt difficult for you, then you need to hear this podcast episode with Kendra Perry. We are talking about how to choose a money-making niche, and Kendra is an expert at this. And I know you're probably thinking, but I just want to help everybody. Or you might be thinking, yeah, but if I choose a niche, what if there aren't enough people that want my help? What if I don't have enough clients in that specific of a niche? Or you might be thinking, well, but if I choose a niche, what if I choose the wrong one? Kendra answers all of these questions and gives you so much valuable information about how to choose the right niche for you. So enjoy this next episode. It is super valuable. You're going to love Kendra as much as I do once you hear this episode. And I know this is going to help you get specific and go help more people. And that's what this is all about. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast. I am super excited to be here today with my guest, Kendra Perry. Kendra is a former multiple six-figure functional health coach turned online business strategist for wellness coaches and health practitioners. She's on a mission to stop health coaches from being broke as fuck, love it, (laughs) by helping them build booming six-figure businesses that they love. She has helped hundreds of practitioners grow their practices, attract consistent clients, and blow up their bank accounts. She is the creator of Health Coach Accelerator, which helps coaches and practitioners generate 10K a month consistently with high-ticket online programs. Kendra has been featured in Ariana Huffington's Thrive Global, CEO Blog Nation, and Authority Magazine for her expertise on sales. When she isn't getting fired up about business and marketing, you will find her indulging in her love of adrenaline sports in the remote mountains of beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Kendra, welcome! Hi, how's it going? <laughs> oh, good. How are you? I'm excited to have you here because you love sales like me and we get to have I a really do love conversation. Sales. sales is like my favorite conversation. And, you know, obviously it's very triggering for some, but like the sale is like where the magic happens, right? Truly, truly. Mm-hmm. The sale is the blessing. It really is when you're giving somebody the opportunity to step into a bigger, fuller version of themselves, mm-hmm. which is really what it is. Yeah, totally. So I'm excited to have this, you know, fun conversation about sales. And also, more importantly, I guess, or most importantly to the sale, 
how to choose a money-making niche. Because let's be honest, sale can't happen unless you know who you're selling to and what you're selling. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. those pieces are so important. I'm sure you've had this with your clients like I have where they come in, they're like, teach me how to sell. Well, what are you selling? They don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And they don't know who they're selling to. And that has to be in place before any other decisions can be made. So Mm -hmm. let's talk niche. I think that's probably one of the biggest challenges for people. I know it was for me when I was a brand new health coach. I didn't want to choose one. I was, for me, it was based in fear. And I was worried that there wouldn't be enough people to sell to if I got too specific. Yeah. And I know you mentioned that a lot of times the way people choose their niche and the way that they describe it actually doesn't resonate maybe yeah. with the person that they're looking to serve. So what are some of the things that you see right off the bat with new coaches? Yeah, definitely what you said, like a resistance towards niching. And I think it's normal to feel resistance towards niching because there's definitely some conditioning that kind of has to be released and that's never easy. But I always think if people are feeling resistance, usually because they're not fully understanding the purpose of a niche or what it actually does. Right. And so huge resistance towards niching and then this feeling of I'm pigeonholing myself. Mm -hmm. And they think, well, if I choose a niche, I can only talk about that topic and aren't I going to run out of things to say, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, maybe we can get into like, what a niche is actually for, because if anyone in the audience is feeling the resistance or feeling like I don't want to pigeonhole myself and I get it because people go to their coaching education, their health certification, whatever. And like, they're not getting this information. And we're very much taught this like overview of the body as this like holistic entity. And so when people think about niching, they're thinking, well, now I'm like rejecting the holistic like model of health because I'm focusing in on this symptom or condition or whatever it is. But when we talk about like marketing and sales, you know, obviously we have to know who we're selling to, but we also have to consider the fact that we are living in a different world than the people of whom we're trying to serve, right? Mm -hmm. How are people socially conditioned their whole lives? Well, through the conventional medical model, right? Like you have a GI problem, you see a gastroenterologist, you see, you have a hormone problem, you see an, you know, an endocrinologist, right? So people are very used to this whole separation of the body where these different modalities and specialties don't necessarily talk or consider other areas of the body. Right. And so we have to understand that about people is that they are still living in that conventional realm. And we used to be too, for the most part, unless we were raised by like hippie parents, you know, with whatever, which I wasn't. And um, we, when we had like a headache, we took an Advil, right? Like all these sorts of things. So we have to respect that people haven't done the education that we have as health coaches, health practitioners. So they're still living in that world. So when you try to come at them with this holistic model, they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. They're just like, huh? Like what? Like it's like gibberish, right? And so I kind of like to think of it as like these two islands. Like there's conventional, there's holistic alternative. We're here, they're there. So where, where's the bridge? A bridge needs to happen because they're not just going to swim across. They'll literally like walk across the bridge, talk to them in words that they understand and then show them the new way and bring them over, right? Yeah. And so that's a really big thing to understand because when we're out there saying, I'll help you get healthy, it doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. because sure, I think everyone at this point is like, yeah, I want to be healthy, but what does it mean? It means different things for different people. It's yeah. very open to interpretation. And with marketing sales, like it's all about being specific and being able to speak to someone's lived experience. And people who have Hashimoto's have a different lived experience than people who are suffering from acne, 
people who are suffering from cancer have a different lived experience than someone who has eczema, right? Like it's, it's very different, like how it affects their psyche, how they think about themselves, what they think about the condition, like it's all very different. So when we're trying to talk to all of it, we just talk to no one because everyone is trying to find some connection point. Yeah. And so when well, they say their their definition mm-hmm. of healthy is going to be different for everybody. Yes, 100%. Like some people think healthy is like eating less and exercising more. Mm-hmm. Other people think healthy is veganism. Some people think being healthy is, you know, eating salads, whatever it is, right? Like we all have different versions of that. So it's really important that we speak to them where they're at. Yeah. Right. Like as me, a new coach for new business owners, I'm not going to go in and start talking about funnels because my people don't even know what funnels are. They need a funnel, but they're just like, I need clients. And I'm like funnels. And they're like clients. Like it's just, you know, it's super off. So we have to really respect it where they are in their journey. And I think where people get tripped up with niching is they think it changes the way that they coach or how they practice. And it doesn't, it just changes communication. Mm-hmm. It's just about communication and connection. And again, speaking to people in language that they understand and they resonate with, but how you actually work with people doesn't necessarily change. You can still do all the things, detox, gut health, Reiki, massage, whatever you think is helpful for people to get the result, but it just change, changes the way you communicate about what you do. It goes back to the sell them what they want, give them what they need. You don't get to help people unless you can communicate with them and help them see that they actually want help in that area. And unless you get specific with your languaging, they're not listening because it doesn't sound like you're talking to them. No. And it's like, you can't, so no one's ever going to buy something they don't want, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think like a good example here would be like the difference between weight loss and like blood sugar management. Mm -hmm. What do they need? People who are overweight. Well, they do need blood sugar management. Absolutely. That's a big part of weight loss. But what's the awareness around that? They probably have no idea what blood sugar is, why they should care about it, or how that's going to help them lose weight. Mm -hmm. They just know I'm overweight and I want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of coaches, especially in the kind of like the weight loss space, are like, well, I don't want to be a weight loss coach. I'm like, but you are a weight loss coach, Mm -hmm. right? You're still going to help them with blood sugar. Doesn't mean you don't help them with blood sugar. Absolutely. They're in your program. You're going to give them a glucometer or whatever. You're going to show them to eat protein and, you know, do all the things with their blood sugar. Yes but you can't lead with that. And I call it like front facing marketing, right? It's like the thing that you lead with. If you lead with blood sugar, they're just like, yeah, no, I need to lose weight and I'm going to look over here. Yeah. They don't think it's for them because it doesn't, it's like you're speaking a different language because you are Mm -hmm. and they're not hearing you. And so like you said, they're going to go, Oh, I'm going to go over here because this person's talking about what I think I want. And I think that is the biggest resistance to choosing a niche is they feel like they're like we've all learned a certain level, like, like you and I would talk mm-hmm. pipeline, funnel, we'd have all yeah. these terms, but for the newbie person, they don't use those terms. That doesn't mm-hmm. resonate with them. And if I'm talking pipeline, they're like, no, I just want to get more clients. They're not hearing how a pipeline might help them. That A funnel might help them with that. Yeah. And so I think a lot of health coaches do the same thing. They talk in a language that they've learned because they've had their own transformation. They've learned mm-hmm. things along the way that have gotten them to a certain point, but the people they're looking to help aren't there yet. So those words don't resonate with them. Discovery calls are your opportunity to help somebody say yes to changing their life. And I bet you wish you knew how to get more of those yeses on the calls, because really that's what you're there to do. You're there to help somebody say yes to the transformation that you can help them achieve. 
So wouldn't it be great if you knew exactly how to prepare for the call, exactly what to do on the call, how to have the money conversation on the call, like all the things that you would need to know in order to make the call a success? Well, I have something just for you, a complimentary workshop coming up called Nail the Sale, exactly what you need to say to reach 100K. This is everything you need to know to master discovery calls, how to prepare for the call, the mindset of the sale, exactly what to do on the call, what to do to handle objections, how to have the money conversation, how to receive payment on the call. This is a three-day extravaganza that you don't want to miss out on because I'm telling you everything that you need to know about discovery calls so that you can reach that 100K mark because that's exactly how I did it and I want to share all my secrets with you. So grab the link in the show notes. Join us on September 19th, 20th, and 21st to get everything you need to know to nail the sale. Yeah, totally. And I find the other thing that will happen is if people get really complex with their niche and they're like, say, I help with like blood sugar management, like leaky gut, inflammation. Sure, there are going to be people who have that awareness, but typically they're the people who are really far along in their journey. So either they're other health coaches. So if you're doing that, you're going to notice, well, I have all these colleagues following me, other practitioners, other experts, that's interesting. Or you're going to attract people who are really complex really, really complex because they have gone through the point where they're doing all the research themselves and they're going to be the people who are doing all the right things and aren't getting results and who have been in a million different programs. And for some people, they want to work with clients like that. That's cool. But for most people who are newer, like they don't want to work with the really complex clients who they, they don't even know how to get them results because right. there's probably something totally different going on, you know? Such a good point, too, because, yeah, if they're resonating with those words, they probably are at a certain level and it's probably more complex than what you want to take mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. And I think just from a sales perspective, like it actually devalues what you're selling if you're not super specific, if you aren't mm -hmm. becoming known for what you do, because it just feels really generic to people versus being a specialized, yeah. focused coach on, on something that people really want. Yeah. And it's really, yeah, the difference between this like generalist and specialist. Right. If you're going to be a generalist and you can be, you don't necessarily need a niche. I don't think you absolutely need a niche. It just means that it's going to take you longer to build a business, like significantly longer, if it is at all possible. Um, and you're never going to be able to charge like a good price point for what you do. You're going to get stuck in that like trading time for money or selling like low price sessions or packages because people don't pay the big money to improve their diet or right. optimize their health. Get healthy, but get when that, that was my healthier when I was yeah. when I was brand new, I was like, I just want to help people get healthier. And I hired a business coach, and she was like, Yeah, nobody's going to pay you money for that. And, and I like, what? I, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, no, but everybody wants to get healthier. And so I get it. I get when people are struggling with it, and I'm yeah. sure on some level you had your own journey mm -hmm. through it. But like, mm -hmm. it actually it prevents you from helping people when you're trying to mm -hmm. help them. Yeah, because and I say this a lot to my students, but like in my opinion, sales and marketing is really about intimacy mm -hmm. and helping people feel seen, heard, and understood because humans are very basic, basic bitches, seen, heard, <laughs> understood, right? Like that's all people want. And when people feel that they're going to gravitate towards you. Okay. But in order for people to be, feel seen, heard, and understood, you need to understand their lived experience. And there's a big difference between understanding someone's lived experience and just understanding their symptoms. Mm -hmm. Right. Like we want to go really deep so that we understand experiences that they have because of the problem they have that no one else would get who doesn't have that problem. 
right? Mm -hmm. And a good example of this is I used to have acne in my 20s and I was very self-conscious about it. And when I went to parties, I would literally navigate the room to avoid bright lights. So I would stay out of the kitchen. I would just like kind of navigate around like and wherever the darkest light, that's where I stood because I didn't want people to see my face mm-hmm. until I got drunk enough and then I didn't care. <laughs> but um, it's a weird thing, right? And like people who haven't had acne before would be like, wow, I've never even heard of that. I've never even considered that because that's like a super weird thing. But anyone who's had acne is like, oh, I know totally what you're talking about. So that's the difference between just a symptom, I have acne, versus like, I understand your lived experience. Like, do you go to parties and do you do this? And people are like, oh, I've like never talked about that to anyone because I thought it was super weird, you know? It's having that empathy for the mm-hmm. other person. Like, why are they doing that? Why mm-hmm. do they? And having that connection, that relation to how they feel is super important to them feeling mm-hmm. connected to you and like you understand them. Yeah, exactly. And if people don't feel that, then they're not probably going to buy from you right? Because they people are really looking for connection. And that's why like generic stuff doesn't work and being the generalist because it doesn't really connect to them because you're just like, oh, get healthy. And there's someone else out there who's actually speaking to their lived experience. And they're saying, hey, I do experience this. Like when you are you avoiding getting on the dating apps because you're ashamed with how your skin looks. And it's just like, well, yeah, I am. That's totally me. This person gets me. They understand me. And that's why I think this intimacy piece is really um, important. And also I think is a like good for health coaches who care about connection. And I feel like health coaches are very empathetic. They care deeply. And so by niching, you can actually go deeper with your clients and you can connect with them on this really deep level. And I think that's what a lot of coaches want anyways, is they want to connect with their clients and care about them and help. And so by not niching, it actually prevents you from building that really intimate connection. Right. And I, and I like that you use the word intimate because it is, it's like, these are intimate containers. This is about Mm -hmm. people's health and wellness. There's a lot of sensitivity there, right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of intimacy that will be required in that container to truly help that person with their transformation. And that intimacy needs to start from the initial contact, which is your messaging and how you're communicating with those Mm -hmm. people and bringing them closer to your world. Yeah, totally. Because health is like so personal Uh and you're asking people to share really private stuff and embarrassing stuff sometimes. And so they just really need to feel safe. Yeah. And when we think about relationships, like even with friendships, like I'm not going to feel safe, like sharing something I'm struggling with. if like that container isn't created. And if that person isn't also sharing and allowing me to get to know them, but also being able to empathize with what I'm going through. And it's the same thing with like a coaching relationship. Yeah such a good way to, I I like the analogies when you can take it outside of the coaching space and Mm -hmm. see it where it works in another area of your life. Like with a friend, Mm -hmm. where do you feel comfortable sharing once you feel seen and heard and safe with that Mm -hmm. person? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. So what are some of like, how do we choose a money-making niche right now? Somebody you're listening to this going, okay, I get it. I get all the reasons why I need one. How do I choose one that is actually going to bring people to my world? Yeah. Good question. So in my opinion, like when we think about money-making niche, there's three components person problem outcome. Okay. And so most people, when they think about niching, they think about the problem, which is important. I mean, that's, there's definitely a lot of weight on the problem. And when we think about the problem and if it's going to be profitable, again, it has to be something, a problem that people either think or know they have, right. Um, That awareness has to be there. It's really hard to sell people a solution for a problem they're not yet aware of. Right. That's kind of like the blood sugar weight loss example they're not aware yet that they have blood sugar management issues 
and you're trying to sell them blood sugar, right? So you, you have to first establish that awareness. So it's always good to go for people who are problem aware, right? So with, when, with health and wellness, I think the easiest thing to do is symptom, condition, diagnosis, one of the three. That's going to be the easiest thing to do in terms of like profitable problem. You want to envision this person like losing sleep over this problem and it really preventing them from doing something that they deeply want to do. Mm-hmm. That's what gets people to take action and invest in solutions, right? Now, the person is really important, and this comes back to understanding people's lived experience, because someone who has fatigue in their 20s has a different lived experience than someone who has fatigue as a single mom, different, right? And someone in their 20s who's maybe a college student, isn't married, doesn't have kids, right? Like, it's different. And the reasons why they want to have energy is different. So again, it's speaking to the lived experience. If we use the example where I talked about me at parties with my acne, that was me in my 20s. You talk to me now, I'll go to parties. I'm like super antisocial. I live on my property. I don't have neighbors. Like I just I don't even go to parties now. <laughs> yeah. So if you were saying that, like it wouldn't it wouldn't connect with me because right. I'd be like, well, I don't do that because I don't go to parties, right? Yeah. But maybe there's some other reason why it would be important to me. So I think you want to go deeper than just saying people and even like men or women. It doesn't need to be gender specific. Some people don't want to do that. That's fine. But like we're trying to tie together a group of people that have something really important in common that they would identify with. Mm -hmm. And so that could be like athletes. It could be CEOs. It could be single moms. It could be divorced men. It could be college students, right? Like it's just something that is a really big piece in someone's life that they would tie into their identity because then we can speak to it because if we're talking about a single mom with fatigue, well, we can say like, you know, you're already have to do everything and now you don't have the energy to do it, right? Like you don't have energy at the end of the day to do anything for yourself. You don't feel like you're fully connecting or present with your baby or child, whatever, right? It's like we can really start to, go deeper. So I think with the person, you want to define them in some way. Mm-hmm. And then when we talk about outcome, well, the outcome can be a lot of different things. But in a strong niche statement, the outcome is really always the thing they want, but can't have because of the problem. Mm-hmm. That's it. And, mm-hmm. it. and it's based on their identity too, right? So it kind of all ties in. So if we're talking about the reason why a single mom might want energy is so that she has time for herself, or maybe so that she actually is present with raising her child right? Versus a college kid. So they can go to parties and have fun and be social, right? It'll be a little bit different. So that's why it's important to um, state the outcome in the context of the person and the problem that they have. Got it. So Mm -hmm. problem awareness, Mm -hmm. know who you're speaking to and their lived Mm -hmm. experience so that you're Mm -hmm. speaking to that specifically. I loved your Mm -hmm. example of like, you know, the single mom who's exhausted is going to have a very different lived experience than the college kid who wants more energy. Yeah. And then the outcome which sounds like the, the the result or the promise or the thing that you can help mm-hmm. them achieve. Yeah, totally, totally. And it should, again, be relatively specific. And I find uh, of health coaches and practitioners often butcher the outcome. They're like, so they can live their best life or so they can be the best yeah. version of themselves. And again, we want to connect with them. So we want to use language that they're actually using. And you always have to imagine, can I picture this person sitting down for coffee with their best friend and saying this? I just want to be the best version of myself. I don't think people talk like that. I don't think I've ever heard someone say that, right? They say, you know, I want to, you know, I want to clear up my skin so I can just feel confident and like get out there and start dating because right now I'm just embarrassed or whatever, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like, I always say we are all helping people be the best version of themselves. Yeah. We're all doing the same thing. It's just the way you do it 
needs to be the thing that they want and need the most mm-hmm. help with in their life. Mm-hmm. But that's the same for We're all helping you be the best version of yourself or a better yeah. version. Mm-hmm. And I, I so love that you shared that. Like, no, people aren't sitting around going so that I can be the best version of me or so that I, it just... I use the word fluffy a lot. I think when yeah, people are, are sharing their like I help statements or their, you know, what they do, it's like it's too fluffy. Your people aren't hearing that. It doesn't resonate with them. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It just it's just not language they would use. So you want again, you want it to be specific, like not open for interpretation. Like what is the best version of yourself? It's different for everyone. Yeah. What is um feel free, feel at home in their body? That's when I see a lot. Like what is that? Like, what is that? What does it actually mean to feel at home in your body? Because right. I don't know what that means. Right. Yeah. Who's walking around saying that? I just want to yeah. feel at home in my body. Yeah. <laughs> nope. That's not what they're saying. I just want to be healthier. Nope. nope. There's a specific thing that they think is standing in the way mm-hmm. of them feeling healthier. And that yeah. is a specific thing that you are mm-hmm. a specialist in. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people. But I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. I have a free training video for you. It is called 33 Places to Find Clients and it comes with a workbook where you can take notes on all the 33 places that I give you. So I want you to get this downloaded. It's free. Get it today because ultimately it's going to help you understand where to go every day to interact with people so that you can start to get more clients and help more people, which is the goal of all of this. So go to healthystepswithnicole.com backslash 33 places, download it, watch it. I can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients. Okay, now back to the show. Mm-hmm. And I think when we flip the tables, turn the tables, flip the tables, whatever. Um, <laughs> I think both we work. <laughs> want to, if we want help with something, we want the person who specializes in it. Mm-hmm. Like, and kind of to your point earlier, you know, if I'm an alcoholic and I want help from somebody, I want help from somebody who has been there, who has been mm-hmm. in the trenches, who has struggled mm-hmm. and didn't know how to give it up and now has found their way to the other side yeah. versus the person who's never had experience with it. They don't understand why I can't put the alcohol down. They don't understand what I've, what my lived experience is. And I think that that's really important to remember is we actually, cause I, I think sometimes people are afraid to pick a niche too, cause it's the, the area that they struggled a lot. Yeah. Well, there's imposter syndrome, right? Like there's mm-hmm. like, especially because people probably haven't fully resolved their own problem yet. Mm-hmm. And when I was a health coach, what I ultimately ended up niching was fatigue. That was my problem. I had chronic fatigue. I was exhausted every day for like seven years. And when I started that niche, I hadn't fully healed. I'd made progress, but I had not fully healed. And so I dealt with a lot of imposter syndrome around that. And I think a lot of health coaches do as well. I was speaking to a woman on Instagram the other day. She's like, I know I need to get on video, but I still have really bad acne. So I'm not going to. And I'm like, well, you're holding yourself back, right? You're preventing your business from moving forward. Like don't give the acne that power. But I think people, not only based on what you just said, like people want to know that people have been through it, but people also aren't demanding perfection. Right. And I think I eventually kind of just decided to share my experience and be like, yeah, I still struggle with this. And people respected it and also decided to work with me for it mm-hmm. because they're like, I like that you're not just like this perfect, like beautiful, like curated sort of like person that I can't relate to. Like you've been through this, you're still going through it 
and you just seem real. Right. Right. That relates them to us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that that's such Mm -hmm. a power. Thank you for sharing it like that too, because they, there's a disconnect if we show up Mm -hmm. all perfect and healed and like, look, I, they don't relate to that. And that's really what we want. They want to feel like they can see a better version of themselves inside of us because they, they know we get them. Yeah. And there's something about, um, you know, like practicing what you preach. Mm-hmm. If you came into my program, Health Coach Accelerator, like you would notice that all the things I'm teaching you to do, I do those things right. for the most part, you know, yeah. minus a few minor things. But I'm like, and it's the same thing. Like you're telling people to do this stuff for your health and you can be like, hey, I'm still going through this. This is what I'm doing. And I do it just like you do it every yep. day. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know I share that with my clients a lot. Like whatever I'm doing, whatever I teach, I'm using those same methods in anything I'm doing in my world. Mm-hmm. And I think that's helpful for people to see too. Like we aren't, we aren't here because we just knew it all. Mm-hmm. We yeah. figured things out along the way because we've struggled with the same things that you struggle with. And that's why we're here and able to help you now. From yeah. And I'm sure we both struggle in our business. <laughs> still, we teach business. We still struggle in our business. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. I always tell my clients, you should hope that I'm still failing and making mistakes and learning things along the way, because that's how I'm able to show up even more powerfully. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that's important for health coaches to remember, because there is that pressure, that imposter syndrome that gets in the way of like, but I don't have it all figured out yet. Yeah. But you you do at a certain level that you can turn around and help people who haven't gotten to that level yet. Yeah. And I really believe that an expert is just someone who walks, blazes the trail just a few steps ahead. Like I think about if I was, you know, showing someone like a hiking trail or something like that. And I just like jetted off ahead. And this person who's never hiked before can't even see me. They're not going to feel supported. They're not going to feel good about that. But if I'm just a few steps ahead, you know, still struggling on the trail with them, breathing hard, finding it challenging, but I'm showing them where to go. I mean, that's a much better experience. Yeah. Oh, good analogy. I like that. Mm. Because if you take off fast, they can't see where you are and that's not serving them. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I always example I use a lot is um, I'm a, I was a basketball player and I always said, mm. you know, the best person to help you at any stage, if you're a basketball player is the person who's maybe just a couple of grades past you, because yeah. like if Michael Jordan were to come help you, although that would be amazing, I'd certainly welcome Michael Jordan's help. He's so far advanced yeah, that he's not going to quite relate to where you're at as a new basketball player and be able to speak to some of those things. And I think that that's where people's power is. If you are only a couple steps ahead. Yeah. And going with that uh, sports analogy, like coaches for professional sports teams are not the best players. Yeah. They were usually pretty average players and they could never play. If they were the best player, they'd be playing. They wouldn't be coaching. But there's a big difference between being able to coach and consult and help someone versus like actually like doing the thing. So I think that's something to keep in mind as well. Like um, being a coach is a very different thing than actually having like being the best at that one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I love that. I love I love all the analogies. The one I use with that a lot is Tom Brady. I'm like, he has a quarterback coach. You oh, better yeah. believe he's got, but he's the greatest of all time. But yet mm-hmm. he's got somebody who's coaching him who isn't the greatest of all time, but certainly mm-hmm. knows exactly what he needs to know mm-hmm. to help him. Yeah. And that's who we are as coaches, right? We don't have to be perfect mm-hmm. and have all the answers. Uh, it's our lived experience that actually is the most beneficial. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Amazing. So this is so powerful. This is I I love talking this with you because you are such an expert on it. And I know that this is an area where we've both seen our clients kind of hold themselves back. And this yeah. is many times the reason they're not helping people. And I heard you say it a little bit ago, like 
quit making it about you, right? Like, like if, mm. if you're letting this stand in the way of you doing the thing that you really say is important to you, which is helping others, then find a way to get past that so that you can truly put yourself out there and help people. Yeah, I just posted a uh, a post on Instagram just before this call. And I think it said something like, well, you're busy choosing your niche. Someone yeah. else has already built their business. <laughs> you oh, know, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, and it's true because yeah. people get so caught up in indecision. And we were talking about this before we started recording, but um, people are so afraid to choose the wrong niche. Mm-hmm. And so they go back and forth. Well, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do this. But I would much rather someone choose the wrong niche and just take the action than never making a decision because clarity, what people are looking for is clarity, but that only comes from action. You don't get clarity when you're mulling something over in your head for the next 30 years. You only get clarity when you actually put that thing into action and experience it. And so it's totally okay if you choose the wrong niche, but you're only going to really know that when you get out and start actioning on it. And my first niche was hormone imbalance. And I put that into practice for a year, maybe, maybe almost two years. And I just was like, this isn't resonating. I'm not attracting the people of who I want to attract, like not into this. And so I eventually decided to go with fatigue and I made that switch. It's not a big deal to switch. You can do it. But I wouldn't have known that had I not put that first niche into action first. Such good advice. I hope everybody heard that. (laughs) It's the taking of the action that actually Mm -hmm. gives you the clarity. Because Mm -hmm. otherwise, how would you, like you said, sitting around for 30 years and just thinking about it isn't getting you anywhere. It's the action. And Mm -hmm. uh, the contrast is really what serves you to see, oh, I don't want to work with these people anymore. I'd rather do more of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've changed my niche three times. I went from hormone balance to energy and now I'm business coach. So whatever. There there you have it. Everybody hear that. I heard, I had a coach tell me years ago, it's not a tattoo on your face, Nicole. Just that's a good point. (laughs) And that was really what gave me the courage to start. Cause I was like, Mm. okay, I mean, I can change this eventually. Cause you know, I think that that's something else that people do a lot of times too. They're afraid they're going to be stuck with that niche forever. And so they don't Mm want to choose. They're like, I don't want to do this forever. Well, yeah. You guys all just heard Kendra say it. She's changed hers three times. I've changed mine, but it's more, I've gotten dialed. More narrow. Yeah. More narrow, Mm -hmm. right? Because I think that's something that happens quite often too, is speaking of clarity, the more you choose, the more you see, ooh, I like this. I like this. And it just, I know Mm -hmm. you guys can't see me on video right now Mm -hmm. doing what I'm doing, but it just, it whittles things away so that Mm -hmm. you're more clear on exactly what you do. And that's kind of where I've gotten to. Yeah. And it's, it's so important. And the thing is, even as you narrow down, probably still talking about a lot of the same things when you're more broad. It's just your communication around it has shifted, right? Yep. Well, and the people that are coming into my world now, Mm -hmm. I'm lit up excited about because the thing that I like talking about that I'm Mm -hmm. talking about more of, they're attracted to. So now I'm getting to help people with the thing that I really love helping them with. And I Mm -hmm. think that's important for health coaches to hear. What do you like the most? The people will maybe initially when you're first starting out, not everybody's listening, but the more consistent you are, they'll hear it. And you'll mm-hmm. get to work with people that you're really lit up, excited about working with. Yeah. And I think, too, just you don't necessarily have to turn people away. I think that's where people get caught up because they're like, well, niching and have to turn all these people away. But people are going to still reach out to you who aren't necessarily your person. And when I did fatigue for women in their 30s, I got these dudes, usually 40 year old dudes with really fucked up guts who didn't have energy issues. They just had these disastrous guts. Cause I talked a lot about gut health. Right. Uh-huh. And I think they just resonate. I have a lot of masculine energy. So I think they just kind of resonated with that. And they're like, Hey, I know you help women. I know you work with energy, but it's really resonate with your style. You seem to know your shit. Like, would you work with me? And I got to make that decision. And mm-hmm. oftentimes I would work with them if they felt like 
they were committed and they'd be fun to work with, I just would go for it often. And so people are still going to come to you because ultimately what makes you stand out, what people really resonate with you is yourself, like your personality and like that sort of vibe that you bring to what you teach and what you do. And so, yeah, like it doesn't, there still is going to be people who reach out to you and they're not necessarily going to be, have the problem you solve or be your person and you can turn them away and refer them to someone else, or you can work with them. It's always going to be a, a decision for you. Right. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've seen that in action a lot. I have guys come to me. I, I serve women. My programs mm-hmm. are built for women, but I have guys come to me and say, can I hire you? Yeah. I, I do work with men one-on-one, mm-hmm. but they resonated with something I said, but that mm-hmm. ultimately doesn't mean I have to only serve those people. So I really appreciate you saying mm-hmm. that. I think that's, yeah. that's powerful for, for people to hear. Um, Awesome. Well, it has been so amazing having you here, Kendra. Any final like one piece of advice around niche that you want to leave everybody with? Just choose one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Just do it. Just put one into action and like give it at least six months and just see how it feels. Put it out there and then make a decision because there's a good chance you're going to choose the wrong niche the first time and that's okay. Yeah. Not a big deal. Just choose one or as Kendra might say just fucking choose one just fucking choose one (laughs) and maybe that's the point maybe the point is to choose the wrong niche and maybe that's just a part of your journey yeah how do you know the right one unless you choose the wrong one Mm -hmm. love that so where can people find more of you this you're amazing this was so helpful so valuable where can they find you where can they follow you yeah so the best place to connect with me is on Instagram my handle is at Kendra Perry Inc Um, that's where I'm the most active but I'm also on pretty much all the other platforms, including TikTok, but I only like, I don't know what I'm doing over there. So <laughs> yeah, I'm just like trying stuff. But um, I also have a podcast. It's called The Wealthy Coach. And I'll be interviewing Nicole coming up in a couple months. So definitely um, check that out. And my website is kendraperry.net. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kendra, for being here. I really appreciate you and everything that you just shared with the audience. I know how valuable that was. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Nicole. Awesome. Bye, everybody. See you next time. All right, that is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also, please leave a review. It would mean so, so much to me and it would help others who are considering listening to this podcast to understand how amazing it is. And while you're at it, why not share with a friend? And by the way, one last thing. I would love to hear from you. I would love to connect with you. So you got a couple options. You can check me out on Instagram at Healthy Steps with Nicole. You can find me in my private Facebook group, Nicole Sales Superstars, or you can go to my website, HealthyStepsWithNicole.com. I would love to hear from you, and I can't wait.